0: Substantiate, to establish by proof or competent evidence. Welcome back to Substantiate. I'm the host, William Glasser, bringing you hypothetical sports matchups every single week. Welcome back to Substantiate, or if it's your first time tuning in, thanks for clicking on us and listening today. Now, today I have a special guest that I've honestly thought about as a hopeful guest, basically since I created this podcast. And I've mentioned him a couple times on past episodes. He inspired basically the whole concept of this podcast with an episode from his podcast, Locked on Lakers, and that person that I'm talking about, of course, is Anthony Irwin. He is a great person, he is a great podcast host, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to the Lakers, and so today we are talking about what if all-time Lakers played some sort of pickup flag football, like Backyard football. It is a really fun episode. And here there's some players that, depending on how familiar you are with different eras of basketball or how much you follow the NBA today, that you may not know as well. So if you want to scroll down to the bottom of the show notes, there's going to be a list of players that each Anthony and I draft. And there, those names will be hyperlinked to their basketball reference pages. So if you just want to see a picture, get to know what they look like, see some stats uh, to add some context to this, you could do that while listening to this episode. So you can go check that out. And also, in last week's episode, I started posting some, uh, some more video clips on Instagram with Instagram Reels, and maybe I'll put some on Instagram TV, IGTV also. Uh, So those those are other cool ways if you want to see me and Anthony talk with some highlights and clips from today's episode. And, of course, you can watch those at SubstantiatePod on Instagram. Also, while you're there, you might as well give us a follow. And same thing on Facebook and Twitter, at SubstantiatePod. And yeah, so also while you're on one of those social medias, you can send me either with a DM or to substantiatepod at gmail.com. You can uh, send me a question and probably sometime in April, I'll, I'll do some sort of mailback episode and try to answer any of those questions. You can ask about my favorite sports teams, my thoughts on sports, uh, really anything about me about uh, some previous episodes and yeah so you know if if you were directed over here from Anthony uh, definitely I, I think you'll really enjoy the uh, this podcast. At, if you if you like listening to Lockdown Lakers, then it's not the same form of entertainment here, but definitely worth a listen each week. So every Wednesday, new hypothetical sports matchup. Go check out the entire bat catalog either wherever you listen to podcasts or in our website, www.substantiatepod.com. So you can go check that out. And then also, seriously, if you enjoyed this episode, please really consider either sharing it with word of mouth, with a friend, or in a text message, or go hit that share button wherever that may be, depending on what app or website you're watching this on. Uh, go send it to someone, and that that's really the best way for a podcast to grow. You know, there's all these different forms, but really the best way to grow a podcast is to get some word of mouth marketing so if you guys my listeners if you could go and tell a, a friend or two or more than two if you want to about this podcast and how much you hopefully do enjoy listening to it then go do that and if you post on instagram or twitter i'll retweet or repost that as, so long as you tag at substantiate pods that's always great and while you're at it, if you feel like it, then you can drop us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And yeah, and again, thanks for listening every week i uh I had a, a sort of podcast reflection slash fan appreciation episode. A couple weeks ago now. So you can listen to that if you haven't already. And yeah, try to tell a friend about the podcast and send in some mailbag questions. So without further ado, let's get into this amazing episode with Anthony Irwin. Today I am here with Anthony Irwin from the Locked On Lakers podcast and Silver Screen and Roll podcast. How are you today, Anthony?
1: Can't complain.
0: It's actually a little warmer out
1: here. I, I, you know, you were, when we were getting ready to get going, you uh, asked for video and I was, I was, the sun's out. So the guns were kind of out. So I was, <laughs> <laughs> since I was working in the garage and it's actually like almost 90 degrees outside, wow. nobody needed to see that though. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And if you want to see some of those video clips, check out Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And depending on what time of day you're listening, they might be up. Um anyway so now Anthony here's a quick question just to, so the listeners can get to know you a little bit better so if you could have dinner with any person sports non-sports past present who would it be
1: man uh that's a tough one i mean if it's sports it's probably kobe you know if i could it, are we counting alive or dead yeah okay anyway. so yes so if it's sports, it's probably Kobe. I would have a lot of questions about I'm, you know, being a girl dad myself, the transition from the hyper masculine world of playing sports to the different and, and very cool relationship that a father has with his daughter. So that'd be where I would go for sports, non-sports. And that's I guess it'd be. Like an author for, you know, whether it's George R. R. Martin or actually George R. R. Martin would be good. And am I, is this person going to be completely truthful? Because if it's, if they're completely truthful and I would get to asked George R. R. Martin how angry he was about what they did to his story in the in the final season of Game of
0: Thrones, then then that's where I would go. Okay. I, I'm sure some of my audience'll understand that. So anyway, going on to today's topic, which is going to be all-time Lakers playing some sort of football, flag football, nothing too serious, but some offense and defense matchups. So we didn't really come into this with Uh, pre-existing teams so anthony do we want to like draft teams of maybe five players or so works for me yeah you got a quarterback and two wide receivers on either side
1: that that sounds like fun
0: yep all right so would you like to go with the first pick sure uh i'll take lebron (laughs) I, i think uh
1: you know he He's infatuated right now. They do it before every game where they have everybody line up and he throws a corner route to usually it was Anthony Davis before he got hurt. LeBron was actually when he was getting ready to go to college and then eventually he tried decided to skip that, obviously, and go to uh, pro in basketball. He was the number two Prospect for football too, so he was obviously the number one prospect heading to college in basketball. And I think he was number two in football as a wide receiver slash tight end, and that would have been, you know, the fact that he can throw as
0: well as he can, and then can also catch basically anything would be he, he'd be the best player on the field. Yeah, and just I guess it was probably less than a month ago it was in the sports news a little bit, him saying that he could have been like a Cowboys wide receiver, or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean I'm sure if, if at any point in his I know during the lockout he was kind of flirting with the Cowboys a little bit and that would have been that would have been fun. I mean, it would have been terrifying uh
0: mm-hmm. for a
1: number of reasons but but it would have been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I mean like if he did that what that says about the NBA, what it says about basketball that the top two players of all time both would have left <laughs> in a, and gone yeah. to a different sport.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could you could look at it that way, but I think another way to look at it is NBA players are such incredible athletes that they have the opportunity to do that, right? Like Jack Nicklaus was probably not going to go out and, and play uh, wide receiver for <laughs> the Cowboys, right? So golfers don't really have that as an option. In basketball, though, like one of the most heated arguments I think I've ever gotten in on Twitter or one of the the angriest people ever got at me was when I said that I think NBA players are are the best athletes in the world. Uh, People seem to think that football players deserve a spot in that discussion. They do. But I just think when it comes to skill and physicality and and just overall athleticism, a basketball player is is pretty tough to
0: beat. Yeah. And so staying a little bit along that with my first pick. Now, like, at first I'm thinking right, go someone that's big that can just get the few the few yards each time, eventually get the first down, work your way down the field. But then I'm also thinking, there's way too many big guys for that to be effective. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, you know, between Kareem or Shaq or anyone, they're all big. So I'm going to go with a Another star, which is going to be Kobe. I think he, mm. he's not exactly the athlete that LeBron is, but Kobe obviously has the Mamba mentality, the work ethic, and a great leader like LeBron is also, but slightly different ways. And I think that Kobe can also be a more versatile player because he's not the biggest. So for example, if you did have Shaq on your team, well, he kind of only has one position there. And Kobe, like LeBron in that sense, is seems like a good number too.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing with all these guys, right, is if you were to put LeBron or Kobe in the NFL both those guys are immediately like two of the tallest players in in the league so both guys are pretty good options as as uh you know wide receivers for corner routes and and stuff like that so I I, yeah that'd be Kobe's a good pick. And also, I think to play football, you have to be kind of a crazy person, like, <laughs> and just willing to risk your body the way that you have to in that sport. And and Kobe's as tough as they come. Yeah. Are you going, uh, are you going two picks? Are we going snake draft here? Well, let, let's just go back and forth. All right. So my next pick, hmm. I'm going to go James Worthy on the outside is like, a, you know, there was very few players uh, in, in the uh, during the Showtime era who could keep up with the pace that Magic Johnson was pushing. And, and uh, you know, he could fill a lane, you know, he could catch really well because you always had to be able to catch passes coming from all over the place with Magic as your point guard there. So uh, I, I would have uh, Worthy on my, on my opposite of LeBron on the far out wide out spots.
0: Now, if you were to compare Magic to LeBron, which isn't a perfect one-to-one comparison, but how would you see these two playing together on a football field? On a football field? Uh, Are they on the same team? Uh, Yes, yes, because, yeah, you just drafted them. (laughs) No, 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 I drafted Worthy. I drafted, I drafted uh, James Worthy. Yeah, 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 James Worthy and Matt. Yeah, oh, James Worthy and LeBron. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> so, so
1: that's a Freudian slip on your pot. You thought I was going with Magic there, but I, I so I went. Uh, yeah. I just, I would basically have LeBron on, on one side and worthy on the other side on offense, being able to, to go out there and, and catch anything on, on the far wide out spots. And like, at that point, you could, you could basically pick and choose who you want as your, as your quarterback there. So they make my, they make life pretty easy in that regard. And then also like both guys are such great athletes that they would be able to, to defend basically anybody who would line, cause we're playing flag football, right? So it's just five mm-hmm. on five. Like backyard style football so you have your wide receiver has to go also go and play cornerback and both guys are 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 able to go out there and and do that kind of a thing pretty well i think
0: yeah that's good point Uh, again like obviously all of these are great athletes but yeah especially when you pull from a team with magic and like you were saying just such a a more fast-paced game and and that definitely suits his strengths
1: Mm -hmm.
0: all right With my second pick, I am. This one's tougher. It seems like Kobe may have been a little more obvious, but to go against him, I'm gonna go with Magic, who I think who is actually available. yes he is (laughs) yeah again fast pace can put up with both sides and having kobe and magic working together which you know while magic was in the lakers front office was you know it's obviously not the same as if they were teammates but i think that they'll be able to to be able to work together that they both have a selflessness side to them that they can be able to work things out on offense whether it's just fun different trick plays cuz it's flag football and why not or what else and i think the teamwork would be very strong
1: so you have magic as your quarterback in this in this one yeah
0: yeah i'll put him at quarterback
1: yeah he'd be he'd be all right i'm going to go ahead and say that he'd uh <laughs> he'd be a pretty good i've never seen magic throw a football but yeah, I'm sure if he, we're we're just taking for granted that all of these guys are are able to do these things, right? So yeah,
0: so if if we're taking
1: that for granted, I could see Magic being a really good quarterback.
0: Yeah, again, like you were saying, all of these, we're just assuming that they can. And you know, if they could pull off uh, short shorts in in the '80s, then <laughs> they can throw a football.
1: <laughs> they're coming back. It's been crazy to see that <laughs> that trend come back. The the Lakers played that one game where they played with the retro jerseys and and all the guys were wearing the super short shorts and and it was funny in that game too because they're all wearing these super short shorts and they're tugging at them the whole game. <laughs> And uh, and then they did away with them at the second half. They were just like, no, we're done with this. <laughs> and in the game that they were playing, they wind up playing significantly better in the second half when they weren't all fiddling with their shorts the whole time.
0: Amazing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, all right. So my, my next pick here, I'm going to go with Alex Caruso as like a Oh, a yeah. Wes Welker kind of inside receiver and my, my little slot receiver who could You love to see it. Yeah. So I, I got, I got the bald Eagle uh, mm-hmm. on the inside there. And, uh, and, and I, I like. and by the way, like Alex Caruso is 100% okay with setting those illegal screens that they set for, 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 <laughs> for wide receivers and getting other guys open. He's 1 zillion percent go- going to do that probably once a drive for me. All right um playing a little dirty no refs out
0: here hey man if you're not cheating you're not trying <laughs> yeah i mean if you make that argument then uh, kobe <laughs> kobe's morals might <laughs> you're gonna, your next pick is going to be shaq specifically to set those
1: giant screens <laughs> are we playing flag or are we playing tackle we're playing flag right cuz if we're, if we're playing tackle then shaq should have gone first <laughs> nobody's
0: tackling that dude yeah just like a tank just plowing his way downfield <laughs> right refrigerator Perry all over again <laughs> in Crusoe like a he works very well with LeBron mm-hmm. and second of all he is again like extremely strong like after the finals when there were the pictures of him without his shirt on like <laughs> that is not what I was expecting <laughs> Yeah,
1: also, by the way, like a really good defender. So yeah. whoever whoever is, you know, on the opposite side of him trying to play a wide receiver against the, him. The opposite of him is Shaq, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, so you're drafting Shaq here. All right, man. All right, Alex, <laughs> suit up. <laughs> you got this, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you gotta match him legal screen illegal screen right but yeah then the question <laughs> begs to be asked how well is Cruz's screen against Shaq? yeah
1: well well technically he's setting a screen against who did you draft so he's setting oh, Caruso okay. setting a screen against like kobe right if you have if we're just yeah. going straight cross
0: matches, well, that, that's a good athletic matchup
1: yeah, like he's just he's just getting in his way long enough for LeBron to get open, and then you're hoping that Shaq can can keep up speed wise with some of the other guys on the field, and that's where he might like one of the toughest things to watch when I was when I was hell about your age, I think, was during uh, Shaq's heyday. Even while he was the most dominating presence on the uh, on the field, he couldn't keep up with it, basically anybody who was running a pick and roll against him. So that would be where I think Shaq is a, is kind of an awkward pick, but everywhere else and anything that has to do with physicality, he's, he's just yeah. a monster. So good luck. I
0: mean, like, I'll play as the 001 Lakers team in 2K. And mm-hmm. I, like, I have some insane highlights of Shaq. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's even just in 2K. <laughs> they, they used to, I forget,
1: I, I haven't played 2K in years, but they, um, they used to have the setting where like strength showed up the most in a player's ability to back another player down. Yeah. Right. And definitely. Shaq <laughs> Still was, the, was the only 99 in strength <laughs> in the game. And so it didn't matter who he was going against this poor dude who was trying to keep Shaq out of the paint was just, it, it was like me pushing on the Titanic. It was just not going to happen. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's like either Shaq is a 99 and no one else is even near or Shaq is like a 200 so
1: <laughs> right right
0: well, I mean see. everything
1: only goes up to 99 so everybody else was like he was a 99 and if we were going by actual math like the closest person to him would probably be like a 80 maybe maybe an
0: 85
1: I don't even know who that's
0: broken be. more backboards
1: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: <laughs> both with free throws and with dunks <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: bricks flying everywhere. So you you drafted Shaq. So it's my pick, my fourth player here. I should probably draft a quarterback at some point. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a uh, kind of off the board one here. Lonzo is gonna be my quarterback. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Lonzo Ball because quarterback, like you know, in tag football, unless you go to you, the, the player that's going up against him is, is, is actually going to try to blitz on seven Mississippi or something like that. <laughs> For the most part, your, your quarterback doesn't need to be, you know, a super athlete doesn't need to be that, that great in that regard. And then once, if they, if they are rushed like that, if there is kind of a blitz element to the game and that's the only instance where your quarterback is allowed to run, well then good luck. You know, with all of those other guys who were trying to pay attention to whoever they were uh, guarding down the field, good luck turning your head and 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 having enough time to now catch Alonzo Ball, who's in full sprint. So, yeah. and like my favorite thing, the probably the only good thing that I really recall about Alonzo's game was was how great he was at being able to scan the field quickly and make the right pass in a, in a very quick manner. And and
0: uh, so that's that's who I'm going to go with. He's going to be my quarterback. All right. Yeah, I mean there's pluses and minuses to that. Now, I wonder if pl-
1: he throws like across his body though. So, you know, usually you you the ball stays on the on whatever side. I'm left-handed, so the ball stays mm. on this side. I wonder if like when he throws it it actually comes from the opposite <laughs> side of, the, of his body. <laughs> now, that's awkward. But we're not we're taking for granted he can throw football.
0: In the NBA they also take for granted that you can shoot a basketball. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but
1: in this case we we have like tangible evidence of what he can do as a shooter. We've never seen any of these guys other than maybe like LeBron throw a football.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. We did an episode about a month ago now where it was just all of the NBA players currently playing uh football and it was well more in an NFL setting, but just looking up pictures to try to find the players holding a football. It was interesting to see which ones had, hadn't, had football mm-hmm. backgrounds and all that stuff. It, Draymond Green was the kicker to to be clear. <laughs> I now I'm trying to think of like what a football would
1: even look like in Shaq's hands. <laughs> because good like that's that becomes like a, a can for us, right? Like it becomes <laughs> like a twelve ounce can for, for, for Shaq is holding a football.
0: Well, OK, so then, you know, I like sometimes when a ball gets too small, it gets harder to get awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Hmm. All right. Yeah.
1: Well. Although if all he's doing right, he's just running like five yard turnaround. We just need to pick up the first down here, yeah. basically. Right. Yeah. Or if it's or if we're playing real backyard rules, it was two completions was how I grew up. That was a first down. So if you if you just need a completion, you just have Shaq run out, turn around, throw the ball high enough. And hope that he can go up and get it. And I think he's, he had, he had good hands and, and he could, you know, probably Odell a bunch of catches to be completely honest. It's like, there's no problem, no reason for him to use the second hand if the ball
0: fits like a, so long as he's not falling back on anyone.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Well, yeah, if it, if involves like any kind of a movement. Shaq's and yeah. if you're talking Lakers, Shaq. If you're, you know, if you're like early Orlando Magic, Shaq, he'd be a freaking force. But we're talking Lakers, Shaq, and he, he was not quite. There. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, I guess with my next pick, I'll go. I'll go with another smaller guy. I'll go with Jerry West here. So to okay. kind of balance things out a little bit. Not that Magic is gigantic, but um, well, I mean, he was a point guard, but. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think that in a lot of ways, uh, in this matchup, the the players' heights will be an advantage. But at the same time, they're all gigantic. So, like mm-hmm. you were saying, the you know the smallest tier would be the biggest in the NFL. Okay, right. well, there's a reason why NFL players are that height. Mm-hmm. So, trying to stay a little bit on the shorter side with that one, and uh, in you know hopefully be able to to get him to mesh with with uh, the other players on my team Kobe Magic and Shaq and maybe put out any fires if, if they appeared. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean he was good at that as as the GM
1: when when he was a GM for the Lakers so although he wasn't particularly great at not starting fires it's been interesting to like the further that the the closer I get to people who Either cover that team or, or work with the Lakers at that time. Uh there there are not the best stories about Jerry West as a as a uh, as an executive when it comes to just like being a decent coworker.
0: Well, I'm hoping through all of this that they're just having so much fun and so much competitiveness that hopefully it'll hopefully the the common enemy will be the opponent, not their teammates. So <laughs> <laughs> Yep.
1: So you have, so you got, so this is my final pick, right? Yes. And you have Shaq on your team. So I should probably have somebody who just can match up with Shaq's size at this point. I'm going to go with Dwight. I'm going to go with Dwight Howard. You know, he's, he's not obviously going to be as big as Shaq. And, and if it gets about, if he becomes about, you know, pure physicality, that's where Dwight's going to struggle a little bit, but. He's also small enough and athletic enough to where like, he'd be able to move around a football field decently despite yeah. being that size. So yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Dwight there. And, and he's like my enforcer, my screen setter. Nobody on this field sets as brutal screens as Dwight. I don't think even Shaq, like Shaq's Shaq screen was more of like a, he would stand there cause he didn't want to pick up a cheap foul So you just kind of stand there and lean on somebody and then uses ginormous long arms to just kind of suck them into the spot that they were supposed to be in. Uh, He didn't really lay people out, but we've seen some screens that Dwight Howard has set where he lays dudes out. And I think it'd be nice to have that Or he'll just try to rip someone's arm off. (laughs) Right, yeah. I mean if it, if it becomes a dirty game, which it might with some of the guys, that, <laughs> some of the guys on this field, if it just becomes like a straight up fight, then
0: <laughs> then yeah, Dwight Dwight would hold his own pretty well. Yeah, they'll need they'll need someone there to keep everything under control. The <laughs> neighborhood watch or something.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. We need we need who would be who would even be like the I, I just picture like Chick Hearn sitting there <laughs> like <laughs> Who's commentating? But all he's also tasked with like making sure nobody dies, <laughs>
0: you
1: know. Or like Phil Jackson would be sitting there
0: with Sage, like, "Don't kill people."
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It calls a timeout. All right, let's take a deep breath. Right, okay. Um. Yep. <laughs> all right. So that was your that was my fifth pick. So you got one more guy to go. So for this one, I mean Dwight Howard is a very strong player and i'm going to i'm going to go with someone here who who's obviously a record setter someone that well i mean there's a lot of record setters on the lakers so i'm yeah, not being very specific say. but <laughs> you got a rolodex to choose from <laughs> but someone someone that's big and can try to match lebron's ego in a way and and try to just try to pick up some of the tension and although this player that i'm thinking of doesn't have exactly the same ego but again he's up there in in the conversations for greatest of all time and that's going to be kareem so mm-hmm. you know top of the top of the scoring list and then another player that i was immediately thinking of with record setting was wilt chamberlain but anyway going to stick with kareem a a big player, you know, he'll just—I mean, I uh, what? What would the skyhook equivalent in football be? I don't even know, but I have
1: him just standing there as like the field goal posts <laughs> because <laughs> he was so tall and he had such long arms. So this is a, a, a true story. The Lakers went back to the Forum to play a exhibition game there, and uh, this would have been—man, this was probably almost a, almost a decade ago. And we were, my wife and I were uh, pulling up to the forum. We're getting ready to park our cars and legitimately the tallest human being I have ever seen. it is, is walking through there and it's Kareem. And normally like normally old tall people, they're kind of stooped over and, and they aren't like literal shrinking happens for, for some people at, at certain ages. and, that just didn't happen with Kareem. He's still a giant. If you see him next to, you know, the Shacks or whatever at whatever media availabilities that they'll be at together, he's still about that height. I remember back when Bynum was when the Lakers had drafted Bynum and they had him working with Kareem back then, Kareem was taller than Bynum, like visibly taller. So I just picture him just, you know, he could be the, the goalpost out there. The the the, the, the skyhook equivalent in cuz it's an unstoppable thing. I don't even know what it would be like just a jump ball right like just you know he would have superhuman like his left leg was was this force of nature Bill Walton used to say that it, when Kareem goes to the Hall of Fame they should have a separate yeah. statue for Kareem's left leg because of how how great it was at jumping. So, yeah, if you if you just basically run him to the corner, let him jump off of that left leg and then catch it, like, as high as he possibly could, I think that'd be as, as, as unstoppable a thing as you're going to find in the sport.
0: Yeah. All right. And I know we're sort of on the clock here, and you ha- you're going to have to go soon. So, in this game, what is the one or two things that's going to be the deciding factor for you?
1: Well... I think I think the Shaq and Kareem combination is gonna make your team intimidating as hell, right? Like when you yeah. see them walking up to the field, you're gonna be like, oh my god, that's that's a bunch of tall people. <laughs> but I don't know how they're gonna be at like keeping up with somebody who's running a, a route. So I think the speed and general athleticism that that my team offers from top to bottom, I think is gonna be kind of tough to deal with. But you know that said, if we're if we're playing by purely uh backyard rules and it's a two completion first down you could just run you know short route after short route whenever you have to to keep the ball moving and and get down there into the end zone and just keep throwing jump balls to one side or the other i don't really know what there would be to 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 stop it so that would it would be you know athleticism and speed against height and physicality and and yeah, I don't really know how that how that turns out. I like my team a little bit more. I thought you were going to go meta world peace for the physicality and the
0: bruiser element of it, but it's not going to get much more bruising than Shaq. <laughs> yeah, and if you just like compare the players and, you know, okay, if you put Shaq and Dwight, then who are you putting on Kareem? I mean, you could argue LeBron, but uh them between Kobe and Magic, someone's going to be open. Or you know, yeah. so and uh, there's, there, there'll be a solution in, and, and that one would it, like, yeah, there's no way that would ever happen without a brawl happening, but <laughs> well, all that
1: was always the, the issue with playing any kind of a, a, a backyard or for us, we used to play, you know, in the middle of the street kind of football is it always turned into a fight every <laughs> single time, any kind Anytime my my Mexican family would would play in El Paso, it was always some kind of a, a scuffle at the end of the thing. When it was you know last touchdown wins or however <laughs> long it was going, there was always some kind of a fight when it came to football. It's just a part of the game at that point. So I mean that that might be the separating factor here is who which team <laughs> who can win the is fight <laughs> literally still standing at the end of this game.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there, I think we have to give the edge to my team if I don't say so myself, but <laughs> yeah, maybe,
1: maybe Kareem wasn't really known for for fighting, yeah, that was he was just giant, uh, yeah, I don't know how that I mean Kobe would actually probably literally kill somebody <laughs> it, although I think Caruso could definitely take a punch, oh yeah, for sure, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, but I'm trying to think of trying like like if there was if this was like an anchorman fight. At the end of it, they're probably like, "Yeah, Kobe brought a trident to this fight and 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 actually murdered somebody." <laughs> so I, I think that's where that that probably winds up. You you probably win because Mamba only, mentality. Only, yeah, only Kobe would be standing after a fight between all these guys.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for coming on today, and you know it it, it was great to have you on to to speak with a person that really inspired this whole concept for this podcast and what this has been since last August. So, thanks.
1: Hey, thanks for having me very and and, and I'm uh, I'm sorry for inspiring you and getting you into the <laughs> podcasting game. It, it can get it can get brutal, but hope you're having fun with it and it's cool to see uh it's cool to see the 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 work that we do continue to have legs after after the conversations that we have.
0: Yeah. Thanks again, Anthony. Thank you. Have a good one again thanks for listening to this episode and now if you could go tell a friend or leave us a review and just to share this podcast that would be great and i'll see you back here next week thank you for listening to this episode of substantiate the best way to help support the show is to number one Tell your friends about Substantiate. That is the number one way to support us. The second way is to leave us a five star review in Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Number three, follow us at Substantiate Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hello, I'm Anthony.
1: And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch.